The National Consumer Commission is concerned about the increasing trend where smaller retail and spaza shops across the country are repackaging edible goods into smaller packets to enable their customers to buy at a cheaper price. While this might look enticing and affordable for most in poorer communities in particular, there are various health and accountability concerns around this practice. This was among other discussions that came out of the World Consumer Rights Conference, which took place recently. To tell us more, we're joined on the line now by Prudence Muilwa, Head of Enforcement and Investigations at the National Consumer Commission. Thank you very much for your time with us, Prudence. Good morning to you. What is the concern here? This, of course, sounds sounds like a, a you know a, a good deal or a good plan here, particularly for consumers who are cash strapped or they can't quite afford um, to to buy the goods in you know in in, in large quantums and would need them in smaller quantums. But you, as the NCC, are a bit concerned about this. Why? The concern, uh, good morning and good morning to your listeners. I think that, as you say, it's quite correct to say that consumers would see this as a bargain. They would look at it as a way of maybe saving money and maybe only getting what they need. The concern that they have, I think, that we have comes from um, the fact that repackaged goods are not properly labeled. You, you would be aware that what happens is that they would be bought in bulk in packaging that uh, perhaps have proper labeling, uh, including proper um, expiry dates and sell-by dates, use-by dates, mm. and the ingredient list. So in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, the labeling, in essence, is meant to make sure that consumer is able to exercise uh, their right to information and the right to choose. So when the, the, the goods are repackaged, what happens is that the, the consumers lose out in knowing Number one, uh, whether or not the goods that they're buying are actually suitable for them in terms of the expiry date, mm. or what we term expiry dates or use by or sell by date. Number two, the issue of ingredient lists as well, to know what actually you are eating as a consumer. We do know that um, a lot of consumers obviously suffer from some chronic illnesses where perhaps the doctors tell them not to eat certain types of food or in- ingredients. But then what happens is that when the goods are repackaged, um, the consumers lose out on on an opportunity to see exactly what it is that they are ingesting Mm. or that they are eating. So in the main, I think it comes from that. So so that is why, as as the Commission, we're really concerned that the repackaging makes it impossible for consumers to actually know what they're what they're eating. Yeah. How widespread is is this issue, Prudence? And what are perhaps some of the the more common products that are being repackaged and then sold to communities? Look, what we pick up is that um, the it, it it usually happens, I think, at the the spaza shops and the small um, retailers, so to speak where you find that, um, you know, things like snacks, number one. Mm. Number two, things like, um, you know, the, the, the products that are widely used, like your, your maize meal, your rice, all those other things, there's always an opportunity to, for them to be repackaged and sold at, at a lower price. So we, we, we do pick up that um, when you enter into the smallest, the smaller establishments, we, we do pick up that um, those goods are then put, Put in clear packaging where the, the labelings are not, or, or the labelling of those pro- products. Where, for example, you take um, something that was packaged in, in, a, in, a, in a bigger um, 
container. I'll make an example of some chips, you know, yeah. this fast-moving chips, where where they are bought at um, at retail price in bigger packages. Yes. You find that, you know, people just eat this for fun, but the issue is you find that some of the ingredients there might not be suitable for consumers. In the past, we found... Um, that in bigger retailers where we were able to be tipped off, um, where our inspectors went in to um, inspect some of the establishments and found that the bigger establishments actually, some of them uh, take expired goods and they put them in different packaging in order to pass them off as still being fresh for consumption or still being good for consumption. Mm-hmm. So, so the problem is not necessarily just on, on the ones of, um, of, of, of of small retailers. But I think in bigger retailers, we find them trying to circumvent the requirements, especially for the use-by and the sell-by dates, where they then change, put, it, put them in different packaging, and then uh, resell them as fresh products, so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah. so that is where our concern is, both for big and small retailers, actually. Yeah, as 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 the the National Consumer Commission, what does your intervention look like? Because somebody may may be listening to this prudence, and as as you were talking and making an example of of like chips, for example, one one can even think of of you know I'm a I'm a keep for example, right? You buy them on the side of the road, usually sold by by people who who are hustling and and really trying to just make make a living. You buy them you know side of the road in town somewhere, and and these in fact are people who are dependent on on income from this. So somebody may listen to this and say, this, well, this sounds a bit anti-poor prudence. How, what does your intervention look like that um, indicates that, that, that you appreciate the socioeconomic pressures in this country that many people have to then resort to selling chips and, and you know, uh, peanuts on the side of the road to make a living? But then, of course, there are these health and safety is- issues and risks that you speak of here. Yeah. Look, our, our approach is actually not anti-poor. I think that would only come from the perspective of saying that, you know, poor people um, should be left to their devices in order not to comply with the law number one and also to feed their customers things that might be harmful. So I think what, what we are trying to say, and that is why as the commission, our approach when we do the inspections is to get the suppliers to maybe have the approach of teaching them, you know, the, the things that are the risks in doing this. Not only is the side, not only to look at the side of trying to make money, but also to look at the, the safety, um, you know, aspect of it. Because I think that the last thing that we want to do as the commission is to open that risk up to small businesses where risks or things occur in that uh, environment then they will start losing customers on the basis that they, they might be selling things that are harmful. So our approach has been more to teach them and, and encourage them. Because if you, if you maybe are aware, the same types of products, you can get them in smaller packages when you stock at, um, when you buy in bulk, for example, from mm. uh, the big warehouses. You can still be able to get the same type of, um, of products in smaller packages, and when you buy them in bulk, you get them at a cheaper price. Mm-hmm. So they need to start looking at those type of alternatives. Obviously, as the Commission, what we're not trying to do is to stop them from operating, but to be more, to teach them more, because sometimes you find that there, there is a lot, lot of people that do not know yeah. that this type of um, 
of, of, of activities might be harmful to the consumers. Mm, mm, absolutely. Uh, Prudence, let me thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning. Prudence Moilwa, Head of Enforcement and Investigations at the National Consumer Commission.